Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Celebrating, you know. I was actually I had to meet a friend for lunch. I had to like text him. Not well, you go and me. respect Latino culture, and go and have some burritos. Notice um, I said burritos, plural, because I know that you have a reputation of someone with big arms that they have to maintain with healthy, filling meals. Yeah, I have been, you know, um, hitting the gym, but not over the past couple of days. I've been a mess. I mean, the past couple of weeks, I've been, like, really busy with press stuff for the thing and doing other stuff, which I've just been, like, a mess. So I'm not I'm just kidding you about the arms because, obviously, I have big arms and big shoulders. Oh, my, too, arms, my I, arms are muscular, honey. I saw, I saw your – well, mine are not. Um, I saw your um, tweet about something about your – Big, big arms. and Oh, uh, oh this girl said something. She, so this girl said, I forgot what, whatever her comment was. I posted it on Twitter, and then I, like, clapped back at her. And, of course, she reported my account. So Twitter sent me a thing. I mean, Instagram sent me a thing. They're like, hate speech, blah, blah, blah. So I just screenshot it and put it on Twitter instead. Because Twitter, you can say whatever you want. Apparently. But she insulted you and your arms, and then you said something back, and that was... You, did you you didn't get in trouble for it though? Yeah, they did. They like put like a they like you had like a strike against your thing. Like, please don't say hate speech, and they they deleted my comment, but they left hers. What what was your comment, if I may ask? It wasn't anything. It was it wasn't great. It was like it was like, listen, you gorilla tooth swayed back bitch. Mind your fucking business and fuck off. <laughs> I did see that. I love that. Yeah, I love that. You know what a slave back is? What... A bitch with a with a with a, a bitch with like like a little peach fuzz on their back. No, I didn't know what that was, but it was evocative nonetheless. Oh, did it turn you on? Um, evocative can evoke many things. Mm-hmm. Um, you reading did, some bitch on Twitter is not going. <laughs> uh, you might have wanted to ask me about my erections twenty years ago. <laughs> you don't take things for granted at my age not erections (laughs) not pooping (laughs) oh god not not muscles and joints working no you know i was just telling that to someone today i used to be so impatient when i was in the Mm. subway if i was walking behind someone who was old and uh i would be like get out of my way you fucking old bitch now i'm like grabbing onto the rails myself (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> saying, take your time, mama girl. 
girl. I'm I'm right behind you, but I'm in no rush. Damn. How what's been going on, Lady Bunny? How have you been? I've been great. I did a couple shows in California at Urban Moe's. Such a fun, well-run place. Mm-hmm. And um, Shishi LaRue was there. Also, DJ Jackie Beat, Cherry Vine were there. I, I missed them um, on purpose. And um, <laughs> and Dave, Daisy Dead Pedals, who is a really fun queen from Fort Lauderdale, was also there. I don't know if you've been to Urban Moe's, but it is so well-run. I mean, it's like, it's Not really kind of got... It's kind of got everything, you know, dance floor, show bar. Chad Michaels and Raven were there, so it was nice to see oh them. Oh, my God, I love Raven so much. I love Raven so much. Yeah, I asked her if ever. she was surprised that I had the same makeup on that I've had on for 30 years, and she said, not at all. <laughs> 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 I fucking love Raven, my queen, my Ziva, my goddess. Uh, Urban, Urban of Moe's. course, Chad is always sweet. You know, Chad is. And just, I've never met Chad besides that one episode in All Stars Four that she and Trixie and Alaska came on. I've never met Chad, so I've I have I have no idea anything about Chad Michaels. Well, she looks like a diva, but she's very salt of the earth. You know, mesh, calm person. I love her work. Um, yeah. yeah, I've been doing shows at different universities, and um, I've been doing running a, some chunks of my stand up. Stuff. So oh, how did the Laugh Festival just for Laughs Festival go? No, that's in that's this month. That's on the 26th of this month. Okay. So if you're out there and you want to come see me in Vancouver, I will be at the Just Just for Laughs Festival, um, which is going to be on May 26th in Vancouver. So you can go to Just for Laughs and Google Money Exchange, and you'll find the tickets there. And and I bought Will Smith a ticket Ooh. so that he can deal with you. If your jokes I won't get make too any, saucy. I won't make any G.I. Jane jokes, though. I'll just call her what she is, a balding <laughs> bitch. <laughs> oh, mercy. Well, it, uh, kind of related to that, Dave Chappelle was oh attacked on stage recently. Would, and um, jump into the headlines, y'all. Headliners. I, this is one, one that I, I don't know that much about, but um, yeah, me either. he released he he was attacked by a, a a black guy who was a Trump supporter. What black nail polish the- on? So many confusing things about this. First of all, just black Trump uh, on on the onset of this black Trump supporters. I'm like, I just can't. I'm just so very confused. But he may have also been on the queer um, uh, spectrum. People are guessing. I don't know. He might have been on a couple of spectrums, okay? <laughs> uh. Yeah, Dave Chappelle was doing the Netflix <laughs> as a joke festival. He had a big show down at the Hollywood Bowl. And, like, star-studded, too. Like, all these all these star, um, stars are there, including my queen and my diva, Rihanna. She's, like, fucking seven, eight months pregnant, about to pop any minute now with her um, boyfriend, ASAP Rocky. And I'm just happy that Rihanna was safe. Yes, well, um, I don't know if Dave got hurt... Did he get hurt? Yeah. So the guy, like, rushed the stage. Dave, like, got him down, like, dodged it. And then his entire security team fucking, when I say they, I think because they thought he had a weapon or he looked like he had something in his hand. So his team, like, fucking got, when I tell y'all, they mangled this man. They fucking twisted him up like a goddamn pretzel, okay? Like he, had, he had, like, two left hands at the end of, at the end of it. His, it was wild. Oh, he had a knife. He had a knife. Our producer's telling us. So he definitely had a weapon. He did have a Dave's knife. Team, he, yeah, Dave's team he's fucking in destroyed him. Yeah, the the his arm looked like it had been broken mm-hmm. backwards. You know, someone I don't remember who, because I'm a spider that gets little bits of everything here and there and collects them and tries to weave my web of enchantment. And it that doesn't sound like works. a spider. That sounds like a bridge troll. You just get little pieces of stuff and just hold on to it. <laughs> But um, so I did catch one commentator saying that this is what actually happens in real life if you're not mm. Will Smith and you attack the performer. Right. And so again, one, in, 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 in real life, the bouncers come out and protect a famous performer. In at the Oscars, Hollywood, La La Land, um, they uh, give you a standing ovation because they are such weasels. Yeah, he had like he had like a he had like a gun <laughs> with like a knife attachment to it. It was fake, but it was still a, a replica handgun with like a knife attachment to it. So it, he was this person was definitely a threat. And 
I think that I'm this is a direct. But hmm? what is it? I've never seen a handgun with like the knife on it, like a bayonet. This is kind of end times. <laughs> they call it a knife blade. It's a replica. It's a it's made up. Um, but what I think that this is a direct, probably a direct correlation with the whole Will Smith thing. Like people see you do this stuff on TV, and they want to do it in real life. This guy, this guy may be crazy and call him what, what, whatever he is. Seeing someone like Will Smith do something like that on national TV makes people think that they can do this to comedians in real life. I think that this is I a agree. response to that. 100%. 100%. Well, if he was crazy, he may not be even putting two and two together. I'd, I'd like to know more. I'm not seeing anything on the Chris Rock statement. Um, oh, yeah. Chris Rock was there, too. He came out and he was on the microphone. He was like, was that Will Smith? Anybody got a real kick out of that. Um, obviously, yes, and but, apparently Jamie Foxx and Chris Rock calmed the audience so that they could Dave could finish his. He had finished his act, but I guess he was introducing someone else. Very bizarre. Yeah, um, it's very bizarre, girl. But yeah, I well, hope I mean, that we don't see more of it. I hope we don't see more of this happening because of fucking um, y'all, y'all homeboy Will Smith. I guess uh, <laughs> I guess I'd better watch out at my next show. Right. I better. T- I, I wonder. I wonder if, if this guy was ticked off by any joke in particular. I'm reading uh, Dave Chappelle's statement, and uh, his his. Um, they're just saying that Chappelle is up cooperating with the police. The motive of the apparent attack remains unclear. It's not clear whether Chappelle had filed a police report and the quote from his Chappelle's rep is we care deeply about the safety of creators and we strongly defend the right of stand-up comedians to perform on stage without fear of violence mm-hmm. a Netflix spoke person so I, I I know that there's a lot of people who feel different ways about Dave Chappelle including that he's transphobic or has transphobic humor but I hope we can agree that we don't start attacking people whose acts we don't like because right. if we do, I mean, Pandora Box is very fair complected and she's going to show bruises. Pandora yeah, th- Box. Their, their act is that bad. Yeah, it's that bad. <laughs> I mean, it's like Pandora Box. Have you, you know, I've never ever, she's another one. I've never met Pandora either. It's like there's a big segment of girls I've never met, which I would love to, but I never had a chance to, to work with them. I'm happy. On the roast uh, roast tour, what I did with you, I worked with Darian. It's my first time ever meeting Darian, and I, and I love Darian. Like, oh, she's hilarious. She's very funny. Yeah, she's. Oh really my funny. god, she's a great MC. Mm-hmm. She yeah. is. Um, she's a she's a riot, as the children say. Um, well, you know, I would like to take this time to praise Joe Biden, oh. not for his politics, but for his delivery and jokes at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Biden was on fire. He joked about himself. He, he, I mean, the jokes were good all the way around. He yeah. joked a lot about it, everything, his approval ratings, um, I think, you know, uh, Hunter. I mean, it, it you know, that, I, I think everyone understood that this was something where uh, you, you check your politics at the door and come in and 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 have some fun with these press correspondents. Uh, Trevor Noah was the main guest, mm-hmm. and uh, he told some great jokes as well. And he he was pretty even with his um, you know targeting Republicans and Democrats. He said um, that the real reason that they had booked him for this event is that. Joe Biden, who he was next to, always polls better when he's standing next to a mixed race black guy, which referring <laughs> to his, you know, a lot of people supporting him because of Obama. Obama, yeah. So I mean, but that's quite a good joke. I mean, it was it it, it was it was clever. I mean, there were a few like ooh, you know, th- moments, but as it should be, one of them was uh, Trevor faulted MSNBC for not asking. Um, follow-up questions. What what reporters should do is, you know, ask someone a question, and if they've dodged it, then, you know, re-ask the question or say you didn't answer it. And this, that this we don't some, see a lot of. This is some of um, political said some of his best ones. The first one is, it was, it's my great honor to be speaking tonight at the nation's most distinguished super spreader event. 
Um, did none of you learn anything from the gridiron dinner? This, the second someone offers you a free dinner, you t- all are turned into Joe Rogan. That was a good one. You made fun of Kristen Cinema. Uh, this one. We all saw what happened at the Oscars. I've actually been a bit worried about tonight. I'm not going to lie. What if I make a really mean joke about Kellyanne Conway and her husband rushes up on stage and thanks me? <laughs> okay, thanks that's a good too. joke. That's a good joke. <laughs> you know? Uh, what was the Kristen Cinema joke? I don't remember. It was. I'm not doing this just. I'm not doing this just for the attention. So he made a joke about Kristen Cinema. I'm not doing this just for attention. All right. I'm a comedian, not Kristen Cinema. By the way, give it up for Kristen Cinema. Whoever thought we'd see the day in American politics when a senator could be openly bisexual but closeted Republican? That's progress. <laughs> that was a good joke. Uh, um, um, yeah, so you, yeah, you really mentioned something. So Trevor is. Trevor is dynamite. I mean, he, he really is, is. He's fucking he, hot. He's so smart. And he's funny. Bitch. I think of him as very good looking, but not hot to me. But whatever. Um, he's very pretty. Please don't ever get in drag, darling, because he would uh-huh. be giving you some Iman and Grace Jones and everything. He's he's a beauty. Oh, why can't he give you uh, Britney? Why can't he give you uh, Lady Gaga? Well, I got to be only black people. That's the problem with you, Lady Bunny. But I like to focus on the half of him that's black, the lower <laughs> half. No. Um, so at, at any rate, you know, we've we've discussed how you know Trevor is is tends to be, you know, kind of an establishment uh, comedian for the left. You know, I mean, a lot of them are. That's why I mentioned a few weeks ago that when he came out and said, "Who's making the money from these boosters?" Everyone pounced on him from the liberal media. All he was doing was asking a question. So. It gave me the sense that he was kind of uh, riding um, uh, popular opinion, but mm-hmm. sometimes wanting to play it more to the edge. Before he became, oh, I just heard your pussy. Uh, it sounded much yeah, tighter and smaller than I I'd ever imagined it would sound. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> Trevor, um, Trevor kind of walked the line in mm-hmm. this. Thing. And he's just, he's he's got like different facial reactions after he tells each joke. And, you know, he even if he goes a little too far, he's a master at uh, saving it. And, um, you know, I, comedians have got to take chances. That's why I don't think that we should, you know, laughter is medicine. And I just don't think that we should, you know, be come down so hard on... Uh, comedians. Now, there is one part that was a little bit cringy when what? they got serious. Um, and and Trevor was saying, you know, well, we are in the United States. I can stand up here and make fun of the president and not fear reprisal from the government. Um, you know, I could not, th- th- there, nothing will happen to, to me. Referring to Russia, well, actually, Zelensky has also shut down uh, media outlets and a lot of political groups that are to his left. So Russia and uh, Ukraine and probably Saudi Arabia and stuff like that, where 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 they are, the government controls the narrative. Yeah. China, um, you know, you don't you don't get to go outside the mainstream. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In the backdrop of, of this, mm-hmm. the U.S. has extradited... WikiLeaks Julian Assange, who is a reporter. It means they've said he has to come over here from, um, I believe he's in England. He was in England seeking safe space at the Ecuadorian embassy for years. I mean, like five years. And then he was um, imprisoned at Belmarsh, which is an English prison. And now the U.S. has, has requested that he come here to be tried. And so, listen, Julian Assange is not loved by Democrats or Republicans because he's 
you know, he may have gotten the info from hacking. I'm not him, mm-hmm. not him hacking, but hackers giving him the info. But yes, some of his info was very, very damning for the establishment. You know, he right. he he let everyone know that ninety percent of of Obama's drone targets actually impacted civilians. We don't want that info to get out there. We don't want the you know reporting that um, that Hillary and the DNC collaborated to stop Bernie Sanders' campaign in 2016. Now, some people, some Democrats will say that WikiLeaks is Trump-linked or Republican-linked because the stuff that he linked, you know, was damning of, it was less damning of Trump. But mm-hmm. trust me, Republicans don't want the truth being told about them either. And even though they may have seized upon some of the stuff WikiLeaks said because it benefited them politically, I don't mm-hmm. think WikiLeaks or Julian was ever on the side of either political party. They were he was, you know, nothing that WikiLeaks has ever said has been proven wrong. And we're prosecuting him while saying on TV, Trevor, that aren't you glad that journalists don't get prosecuted because America is so great? So right. that's a that's a not exactly that's it's it's you know I mean hey I live in this country I was born in this country I get to travel a lot for my work and I do think that a lot of things about this country are great but that's not one of them and you know we've been we've been uh, closing down voices of the left Chris Hedges an intellectual was uh, taken off. All of his videos were removed. Other voices that are pro-Palestine have been censored on Facebook and Instagram. So it's not, you know, it's not exactly true that there's no repercussions for telling the truth. So that was a little bit wonky. I but, mean, I don't um, think, I mean, I, I, I don't think he was speaking in absolutes. I don't think he said there's absolutely no, re, no repercussions. I mean, Trevor, Trevor Noah is not an idiot. He's not, he's not, a, he's not ignorant to the fact that I don't, I don't think he's saying that, but compared to other countries like in Russia, where these people literally cannot even hear the, cannot even hear anything without, I mean, they cannot say anything about the government without fair persecution. We do not live in that type of state. I think that is what he was saying. I don't think he's saying Absolutely, you. You know, I mean, that's just he knows. Unless you dish the really, unless you dish, that's true. But but if you dish some heavy, deep dish dirt, (laughs) like like Julian Assange, you do end up getting prosecuted. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, but Julian Assange did something illegal though. If I got, if I, if if, and and I mean, and and, but I I can't to your point. Like there, the government does set up certain things that. So if you do. To get that type of um, dirt, something so deep, you would technically be breaking the luck. I, I would, I would have found out in a in, in a bad way that I could be persecuted for for the way I found out. So I, if I can see what the point you're trying to make in that. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, it's it's. So here's something from the New York Times. Quote, Julian Assange, the WikiLeaks leader, was indicted on 17 counts of violating the Espionage Act for his role in obtaining and publishing secret military and diplomatic documents in 2010, the Justice Department announced on Thursday. So, you know, he he is, that's why they're, he's being extradited. He is being accused of breaking the law, but I'm one of those people who actually I can deal with the, the, the truth of what the government is doing, and I would like to know it, you know? I would like to know what is really going on behind the scenes. And I don't fault someone who, I mean, no one's ever said that his, his info was incorrect. So we will see. I mean, at any rate, I don't want to, I don't want the Julian Assange thing to take away from the fact that, you know, I, I, I was impressed with Joe Biden. I would love them to invite you to the the White House Correspondents Dinner. You'd be so great. Well, I don't know. You'd if that's have to gonna, do it one of your uh, tracks. Joe Biden, more like Joe Booger. 
<laughs> I hope I would have a better joke than that. Well, what about how is Joe Biden like a middle seat on a plane? He was nobody's first choice, but I'm. Um, <laughs> That's good. Okay, but, um, I am. Uh, CNN. I enjoyed Joe. Joe we need to great. have Lady Bunny at the 2023. I mean, assuming that she makes it to next year, uh, we would like to have Lady Bunny at the White House Correspondents Dinner 2023. I'm going to start. Um, what's those things that I do online? Um, not a, a petition. I'm going to start a, a change.org to have Lady Bunny at the 2023 White House Correspondents Dinner. Yeah, and this was so. Another thing about this dinner that was interesting to me is that this. So Trump. When he was running for office in 2016, Obama made fun of him. And you may remember that Trump sat there scowling Girl. with zero sense of humor, just like, I'm going to, like, shooting daggers out of the eyes. And, and so then he did not have the White House correspondence dinner. And this yeah, was an attempt last, to last say— Last year he didn't have it? No, he didn't have it any of the years, I don't think, that I he was think president. He didn't have, I, of all four years, there was one. Yes, there was the the one that Michelle Wolf was the year. What what year was that? Uh, I can look it up. Um, I'm looking it up right now. I, I, that was 2018. Yeah, they had it in 2018. Oh, okay. So I guess they just took a break for 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 COVID. 19. For, yeah, for, and 20, for, yeah. For COVID, but you know, Michelle Wolf. I don't know if she was the last one. She but, was the um, last one, I believe. Well, now she really uh, oh, broke she some paid taboos. For it. She didn't. She paid for it a lot. She like the White House would the the fucking remember the Secret Service was like looking into her. It was like a mess. Well, I haven't heard. I mean, to be honest, I hadn't heard of her before that. She was Damn. good. She was a good comic. Um, but I haven't heard of her after that. But here's what I love that she said with all of the media there. She said, "I think you love Trump. You created Trump, and they did for ratings, media of the left, media of the right." They did give Trump a huge platform, more than Hillary, more than Bernie. Um, they gave him, I think it's estimated to be $2 billion worth of free advertising. And Trump played the media like a fiddle. He could say one thing, and he knew when the news cycles were, and then they would be melting down over it for the next, uh, you know, the next news cycle, and then he would come out with another one. So it kept the focus on him. Um, in a way that could have helped lead to his victory. And I thought Michelle Wolf was right to call the media out for that, for, 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 doing, for doing something for ratings that was ultimately boosting Trump. So yeah, I don't. I, 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 I want to read some of some of hers because it was so good. She said, "I actually, I actually really like Sarah." Let's talk about Sarah, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I actually really like Sarah. I think she's re she's very resourceful. Like she burns facts and then uses the ash to create the perfect smoky eye. Like maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's lies. It's probably lies. <laughs> about Killian Conway. You guys have got to stop putting Killian on your shows. All she does is lie. If you don't give her a platform, she has nowhere to lie. It's like that old saying, if a tree falls in the woods, how do we get Killian under that tree? I'm not suggesting she get hurt, <laughs> just stuck. Stuck under a tree. <laughs> okay, so listen. Here's a, here's a point that I'll bring up. So, Michelle Wolf, she said, so, so we like that joke because we don't like Trump spokeswoman um, uh, Sarah Huckabee, Huckabee Sanders. Sanders. Mm -hmm. But it was a fat joke because Sarah Huckabee is fat. Now, I it make fat, fat jokes. Joke. It, was, it was about her makeup. She burns fats and, and makes... No, burns facts. Uh, facts. Like oh, lies. Facts. Like, uh, facts. Oh, 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 okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So, I mean, some people would say that you know, we may not like Kellyanne Conway, but seeing her under this under a tree might be, you know, suggesting that she wants a uh, violent at a outcome. roast, though, <laughs> you know, at a roast, like you, everyone oh, is there agreeing, yeah, to be fucked up. No, to no, get, I'm to saying get. give comedians license. Let them mm. step out on the edge. Let them cross the edge for some and not others. Let them get a boo from some part of the audience and a cheer and a laugh from others. They're trying to make us laugh and look yeah. at our situation. Now, the part that you just read mm -hmm. uh, of, of Trevor, I mean, yes, it was an outrageous joke. And Bianca Del Rio sometimes effectively uses this same type of humor where you just state the situation in a, that you're in at that mm -hmm. dinner 
uh, as a joke. And if you do it in a lively enough way, because you were reading stuff that he said about what are we doing here? Is this a super spreader event? Um, you know, even Fauci came out and said he was not going to go anymore because there was too high of a COVID risk mm-hmm. uh, of transmission. So all of that is true. And now I don't. I didn't see it any news on it today, but as of yesterday, I think like five or six, you know, ABC, you know, CBS correspondents had gotten ill. The it's Anthony Blinken is he the Secretary of State? He he got COVID. They, so somebody was sitting next Anthony to Doobie Blinken. Kim, yeah, somebody was sitting next to Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian was is, there. Oh yeah, she's in that beautiful gown. Yeah, and um. And, and, did you see uh, the Met Gala bunny? I didn't. I didn't. Well, really, what are your? I, did I you did you see that Kim Kardashian wore the Marilyn Monroe dress? Yes, I I I was told that she had ruined it because ruined uh, it. she put some she she cut up she cut it up up and put panels in it so that it no. would fit better. No, they didn't let her do any alterations to it. In fact, they only let her wear it. They only let her wear it on the red carpet. She, she, she you know, because back in the day, Marilyn Monroe was a size fourteen. Well, then, but with a size fourteen then is not the same thing as a, as a size fourteen now. And Kim K, uh, she said she, I had to lose sixteen pounds to even try to, to to get into the dress. And allegedly, it wasn't it wasn't zipped up all the way in the back. But I, I saw the pictures and the videos. She was not allowed to like she was not allowed to, to touch the dress unless she had her or the dress handlers had on white gloves. And um, they only let her wear it for the pictures of the red carpet. As soon as she got up at the top, they brought her to her room and they took it off of her and took it back. Because the dress is $5 million. And then Amanda LaCour posted that that picture showing that she had on the the loose side pleasers. And then now all these faggots are like, yeah, loose side pleasers. I'm like, first of all, shut the fuck up. Half of y'all bitches don't even know what a fucking pleaser is. Just because Amanda Lepore is, if, if, if Amanda Lepore had never said that, none of these fags on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter would have even noticed that she was wearing pleaser heels. Or do they even know what fucking pleasers are? But everyone's like, yeah, I can't believe she wore pleasers with that dress. Shut the fuck up. You don't even know what a pleaser is, bitch. Well, you know, listen, the gossip, I I literally sat there listening to someone and I just repeated their gossip, which is unsubstantiated, clearly, because they said that her butt was too big to get in the dress and she'd cut it up and made panels and ruined it. Now it has no value. So this is just what what happens when you listen to gossip. The telephone, telephone game. But um, yeah, she. (laughs) But but in in terms of the, so at at the gridiron dinner. Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, About three weeks ago. There were 630 attendees, and 13% of them got COVID. Um, and they, this 30%. was di- different. That's about 30, at the so white, about like, for like for about 39 people? Yeah. And and right. so this was, a, the, the, the White House Correspondents' Dinner was a bigger event of 2,000. Mm-hmm. They were sitting, sitting very closely, you know, not many masks, but they actually, I, I'm hopeful that there are fewer cases of, of, of transmission so at, at the moment there are fewer than the gridiron dinner a few weeks ago because what they did at the white house correspondence dinner is they asked for your vaccine status and they tested you and look for what i i, I for covid crazy uh. <laughs> for, for for dementia and joe got for through HIV. no i don't like listen joe i do not wish people death you know and joe biden is old there's other people there who are you know old and important and i you know i i just i i think that that extra layer of caution it sends a message now part of doing the the white house correspondence dinner again after taking a break was to show that we're on the road back to normal and i am praying that all of these new variants are going to be uh, mild, and even if they're more easily infectious. I mean, my when I got, I guess, Omicron, it was uh, two days in bed and 75% better the next day. So here's two um, milder variants, even if they are more contagious. Well, what um, they're saying you know, is that basically like the reason why America is able to open up the way we are and, and, re- and take away our mask mandates is because of kind of how we've played this whole thing, right? You know, like, for example, in in Australia, Australia was under very tight fucking lockdown rules. 
Australia to get in, you have to like a 14 day quarantine, no matter like if you like no matter what, come into the country like for a long time, you have to do this 14 day quarantine. And then now they're having these really big surges where we have to lock down again, kind of like China, because everyone because they did not have a lot of exposure. Now, America, we were fucked up a little bit in the way that we did it, where we were taking away masks and certain states have done certain things like like Florida, like Texas. And it was and it was getting wild. But it's be, but it's it's because of that that we have built a better herd tolerance of the this is what this is what I was I was I was, I was watching yesterday, and because of that, we have built a, a a herd tolerance and a herd immunity because of people were places like Florida and Texas, people people were just living with reckless abandon, as opposed to places like Australia that were so tight that the, that the virus did not have time to spread and people to get to build this herd immunity and tolerance. Interesting. I, I remember hearing that, you know, this is probably six months ago or more, that Australia had not focused on the vaccines, getting people vaccines mm-hmm. at all. Um, really? Australia? That sounds yeah. crazy because they were all so compliant. That sounds like that sounds a little wild to me, but it might be true. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I remember reading that. Now, um, I, I'm going to come out of the closet as a COVID Karen. Who worries uh, about this stuff? Karen. You know, I have no medical training, but my mom's a nurse, so maybe I have COVID some infused idea. To, but I, I'm just like, um, I, mean, I went to eat with some people. I said, we can go anywhere you want that has outdoor seating. I'm just still, because I perform around big groups and, uh, you know, and travel on planes, which I cannot believe they are not wearing masks on the plane. I'm going to be like I a know. Japanese How do you person. feel about that? Are you, are, are you there like a triple max, triple max, triple vax on the plane, bunny? Well, you know, it's, it's interesting because I was under a good bit of stress this weekend, uh, just with gigs in different cities and then had to take a red eye home from the theater. And I've been noticing that I get slight headaches now, this could be from tension, although I honestly have not had headaches since I was a child. I used to get headaches regularly as a child. And honey, you know, mm-hmm. it's been a long time since I was a child or even young. So, um, a young adult. So, so, I'm wondering if that might not be a slight symptom of long COVID. Some estimates show that 30% of people, you know, get long COVID, whether that's for a few weeks after they've recovered most symptoms or whether that's nagging symptoms that recover. So my, my, my idea is that, yes, we have, we have, we have dipped in the hospitalizations, although cases are rising here in the Northeast. Mm -hmm. I just hope we didn't get rid of the masking too soon. And I will continue to wear one on a plane, but you know, we have to evaluate our- Y'all, 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 y'all fucking say fuck masks. Y'all also been saying fuck condoms for a long time. Put your fucking condoms on. Put put a fucking condom on your dick. Well, I have one in my ass right now, and I'm preluded. <laughs> Is it full with stuff? Did your last well, visit leave it? Well, the exterminator's coming over. I told him I had some bugs. <laughs> oh yeah, you got fucking fleas, bitch. Your <laughs> your hole. I think there may be a couple more. <laughs> I think there might be. A- Buddy, oh no, I was gonna say I'm gonna be in New York the week of the ninth for press. I was like, you and I should do lunch. I haven't seen you in so long. Is that necessary? I mean, I'm, no, I mean, I'm sure you're busy. No, I mean, I wouldn't want to take your time. No, let's do it, honey. The weather here is jump up and down, scream hallelujah, and ole ole for Cinco de Mayo today. It is gawa just gawa. Well, I was I was in New York last week for like a few days doing some stuff. I did a John Jan some stuff with Viacom. And um, our producer, Jay, I was very annoyed at him because he was supposed to meet me for lunch. Oh, he, was, he was supposed to meet me. We were going to meet up to, at Pieces. And uh, we spoke that we, we made the plans the day before. That day, you and I did the podcast. And then after the podcast, he said I was supposed to call him and let him know. But I, I said we were going to go out for, for – we're, we're going to meet that night regardless. And then because I didn't call him before telling him that we were definitely going, he was like, oh, he, 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 he had work to do. So he didn't come instead. So I was very annoyed by him. Oh, really? He had lunch mm-hmm. with me that day. I'm sure. Seems sounds about right for him. <laughs> um, but I would. Go ahead. We love to drag our producer Jay, who often pipes in to correct us and argue. Or with he us, wants. I think. I think he wants sh- to be the third voice of the podcast, but he doesn't. He, you know, he has his own neuroses well, around that. Anyway, so we talked about the correspondence dinner. There's something else you said we're going to talk about. 
No, I wanted to just say one last thing about I I I I'm not I'm not someone whose politics come from hatred. I'm some uh, I I don't agree with Joe Biden's politics, but I can look at the man and see him tell a good joke and enjoy him. And you know what? I I even though I I do think some of his policies are rough on the working class, and I disagree with foreign policy stuff. I think Joe kind of showed himself. At, to, at, as what he was, both in, in delivering the jokes in a good way and in reacting to them and laughing to other people's jokes, even at his expense. He's probably like a fun grandpa to hang out with cracking jokes at the barbecue who loves his wife. That's what it struck me as. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Old Sleepy Joe. Uh. Got out the. Uh, got out the tomb and and had some life in him. It's, it's nice to see Grandpa Joe. You know, with a little kick in his step. It was very very cute. I couldn't even tell he was reading the 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 uh the, the teleprompter. They got this yeah. clear. He 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 was on it. Yeah. He Good really was. He really was. Um. Joe Biden. Um. I have a question, and I always wondered this. Do you remember those Comedy Central roasts? Yes. Like they do, like they did Justin Bieber, Pamela Anderson, not Pamela, Justin Bieber, Rob Lowe, all these people. I do. Do you think that it would be a really success? I, and I really want Jay and I talked about this in the past before too. Like Comedy Central should do the roast of RuPaul, and it should be all of like like people like you, obviously some other like big name celebrities. They want to get like if, if they have really huge A-list celebrities, they'll get them on too. Well, people like you, all these celebrities, and some of the girls to roast RuPaul, it will be such a fucking iconic roast. It will be so fierce. That would be fun. That would be lots of fun. I mean, I gotta tell you about roasts. Roast humor is really hard. And it is. The, the, the last time I did especially that today. roast... Tour, well, especially today, and especially I mean, we did this one show in D.C., and this black lady had brought her, I guess, son or nephew, and he was in a wig, no makeup, like, clearly. You know, and she 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 brought him to the meet and greet, and, you know, he had the wig on and was doing the meet and greet, and she was basically about to burst into tears, clasping her hands under her chin, just, like, so thrilled that her son had an outlet to do this. And, you know, while that is great, and I'm glad for both of them, and I'm glad she's a mom who understands what her son wants uh, to do, as mine did. Um, the, the, at the same time, that roast was so vicious. I mean, it was literally like, you know, How old do you think incest. her kid was? Uh, mid to late teens. I mean, oh. we, we were talking about incest and, and, and 9-11 and, yeah, you know, I mean, it's really... I mean- Kids are, I mean, mid, mid, mid to late teens. These, I mean, what this is not the 1940s, uh, Mr. Sandman, bring a dream. These at, at in mid teens, but you listening to pop this pussy, fuck that bitch, I'm gonna cut that nigga. And like, like kids are not, kids are watching euphoria, kids are not as it's, it's, I think it that's fine. If especially, and especially if your parent is bringing you, like your parent knows, like what you guys watch at home on the TV together, you know, I, I. I, I don't think that's weird. Now, if, it was, if you tell me it's like a five, six-year-old, I'm like, that's much. But it's like a mid to late teens. What do you think? Like, this kid's about to be off to college. This kid's probably watching porn. That's that's true. But, I mean, I, yeah, it is true. But I here's, here's my conundrum. Mm-hmm. I like to perform dirty and twisted comedy. Mm-hmm. But I do not want to push it on people who are not ready for it or who don't like that kind of, you know, comedy. And I played at this place in L.A. this past weekend. Went great. Sold out. Standing ovation. But, you know, I I had told – I always tell promoters, put on the ticket link, the bitch is nasty. And I don't mean ris- risque. I mean, shh, I'm going to be talking about, you know – Evil jokes cracking and you know mm-hmm. AIDS and <laughs> everything else. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, it's it's hardcore, and I don't want to deceive people so that they have a bad experience. And so I always tell them to put that mature thing is, and they t- they asked me to drop this one video 
from my act because I think they think that it's a dildo and not, I mean, like they think it's an actual dick and it's not, it's a dildo that just looks realistic. And, you know, I, I was just like, okay, look, I'm not going to butt heads with you, the promoter or the owner. If they said that, that, that video, which I used last time I was there is too much. If it's too much for mm-hmm. your venue, it's too much. But could you let me know that before I get on a plane so I can make and sure that I have another video? So, yeah. Yeah. So I, can, I can change costumes during that number and without you know i mean it's just so so you can't you can't voice your concerns afterward you have to you know you, yeah. you, you gotta all be on the same page and to be honest with you i think it's great that drag queens are doing drag queen story hours harmonica sunbeam uh you know has been doing that since covid began and is really doing well with it and, uh, you know, uh, Nina West has done stuff like that. There's queens that are perfect for that. And I could do that to remove the stigma from drag queens. But my act is not right for children. Yeah, I fall right in the middle of that. I have some really nasty stuff, but I also have some wholesome stuff, too. But, I mean, my stuff is pretty nasty. Like, I, like and at these college shows, they have this bit where I talk about this fisting story. And, like, sometimes I'll be, like, nervous to do it. And Pat is like, no. Like, he's like, they know who they're booking. Like, we spoke to them about, it. like, do your stuff. And it, it it always goes over well. And I have a lot of faggots in my stuff. I, I use a lot of N-words. So, and I do this stuff at colleges. And I'm like, these are college kids. I was like, bitch, when I was in college, I had already lived a whole life. Okay? I was from Brooklyn, New York. I had done a, I, I, uh, Lord knows, nobody knows the trouble I've seen. So, I always feel strange about that. But we talk to the colleges. and like, hey, just so you know, I say this type of stuff in my, in my, in my, in my routine. And I was like, yeah, go for it. And then it falls to me feeling like, oh, should I do it? But I've already got the green light. When I do it, it's fine. But it's always me getting over that mental hurdle of doing it. But isn't that because whereas the students are young and like dirty stuff and can be fine and are not going to be scarred by a fisting joke, when it's done through the school or a school is booking it, then the people, you know, can get antsy like you said you did one other college thing Clemson. and the religious yeah. types were um you know saying we can't have this kind of stuff so when it's done with school funding that can lead the conservatives to say um we don't want this as part of the you know sanctioned school program or we're not going to donate to the school but at the same time, I'm like, I'm like, okay, sure, but then, then don't go to that event. I'm like, just like they probably have religious uh, praying time and doing church services, and the atheist kids like, I don't want that. I don't, I don't want my money to pay for this, but I understand that I have to because this is part of like this is part of what goes on here. So you can say that with that same token too. Yeah, I mean, Manila, I think it was, was telling me about one place where they said that you couldn't use the word bitch. And she was like, that's that's a greeting for us. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. if you, if you, I mean, don't they say that on Drag Race all the time? No, cunt. I refer to Manila as a cunt, not a bitch. Well, tonight they're doing this uh, in memoriam of the Queens, like we're dead. Um, no, they're doing this thing where they talk about the Queens from All Star 7. So tonight on VH1, they're the one with me and I think Shay or who? But yeah, the one with me and Raj is airing tonight. Um, it's it's going to be a special on VH1 tonight. Manila um, is talking about uh, Manila and a bunch of the other girls from, the, from Drag Race are talking about us and our contributions to the world and drag and how we've managed to become fucking icons so if you have some time tune into that on vh1 tonight it's gonna be cute i'm gonna watch it and it's just that's gonna be friday night when this airs yeah friday night tonight okay all right okay this is friday this is this is live if you're listening to this we're live right now oh that's right okay that's how we stay so up on all of the issues (laughs) Instantly, we literally record this at the last second. And probably the biggest political news out there is that the Supreme Court has leaked a rough draft of a ruling which would do away with Roe versus Wade, the yeah. 1973 or 4 legislation that uh, gave women the right to have abortions. And obviously, this has been extremely upsetting. Uh, Democrats have raised $5 million because of this threat to abortion rights. Um, 
over 12 million now. Okay, so that's a, the 5 million was was processed by Act Blue alone, actblue.com, a fundraiser for Democrats. And, um, you know, this is a very hot button issue. It is one of the issues that Republicans tend to be um, anti abortion, and, and Democrats tend to support a woman's right to terminate her pregnancy. Um, and, and, you know, there's all kinds of rules about how many weeks it is, but this is, this is, this is going to be a big deal. Some Mm -hmm. are saying that this puts such a shock into the system that this could be a way that Democrats could win the midterms and possibly beyond, uh, to the 2024 election because people are so polarized by yeah. this event. And more, but, 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 but 70% of Americans want to keep uh, Roe v. Wade, Roe v. Wade and the women's right to choose. It's not 70% right. of Democrats, 70% of Republicans, 70% of the country. Okay? Right. Just like over an overwhelming majority of the country wants this and it's just these fucking, fucking annoying religious goddamn conservative people that want it overturned. It's like, bitch, go form a country other go go somewhere else bitch go somewhere else yeah i mean so this is why i frown on politicians who mention their faith or make too big of a deal about it because i believe in separation of the church of state and so you know i don't know if people saw this scary video in 2016 of trump with rabbis and priests and callers praying around him and like you know there were like eight or nine ten of them all different faiths so what you and i do not see with our bicoastal uh i mean la and new york asses cuz mm-hmm. we live in a liberal bubble honey there's there's mega churches out in the oh, middle girl. of nowhere T.D. Jakes Church, fucking Joel Osteen, the one Joel Osteen's ass, Joel Osteen, who my grandmother but, used to send Joel Osteen, fucking thousands of dollars. Oh man, um, well uh, he did get very rich, but uh, <laughs> Girl. but the, the the problem is they are one issue voters, anti mm-hmm. with well, two issues, anti gay and uh-huh. abortion. Yeah, and so those, so so. Obviously, Trump, with his multiple affairs and, you know, all of this, it's pretty hard to 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 make him into a saint or any sort of religious figure or someone who conservative religious people would back. I mean, he's having sex with porn stars, paying them to shut up and blah, 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 blah. Not exactly what your Christian does, but they are able to convince themselves— that uh, that he is going to you know be harder on abortion rights i'm not did you see what um the young lady from the young turk said you love this yes i did like i feel like it's a clown show like sitting here trying to decipher what your little mythical book has to say about these very real political issues right i don't care if you're christian in fact I will fight for you to have your religious liberty and practice your Christianity. I believe in that. I don't believe in Christianity, which means that you do not get to dictate the way I live my life based on your religion. That's the end. And she goes on and on. But that's that's the thing, right? It's like, okay, have religion, but separation of church and state is a thing for real. And like, you can protect your religious right for your people, everyone under your religion to not, to not get abortions, but you can't, this is a country where we are comprised of so many different religions and, um, people who don't have religion. So we all have to live under this fucking, in this house together. So you, I will take care of that. You, you and your people live in the kitchen. We're in the living room. Some of us in the attic and we're all do things for our own bodies and our own rights by our own religious, uh, uh, or not, or lack thereof thoughts. Yes, and, but at the, at the as a as an atheist, I'm just going to say that people are, of course, entitled to worship whatever they want. But when they think that something that they believe in that I don't think is up there in the sky, that kindly old man, you know, that they call God mm-hmm. or woman or whatever, I, you know, I, I I don't think he's there. So I don't think that any policy should be dictated on by some religion that I don't think that I don't 
I don't ascribe to any religion. And, right. and that's why we should have, because people have different beliefs and I don't go up into their face and say, God, I don't run into a church and say, God's not real assholes. That's not my battle to, to fight, even though I do believe that. Um, so at any rate, this has turned into a, a huge thing. And a lot of women, you know, are, th- this, this is, um, a, a lot of women who who fought for this for, for since Roe v. Wade, because even with Roe v. Wade in place, which is the ruling that uh, protects abortion rights, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of different issues, like how long can you have an abortion? Now, obviously, the religious people are thinking, you know, don't kill a baby, or some of the laws pertain to you cannot have an abortion after there's been a heartbeat of the fetus detected. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's different, you know, I mean, I think that the recent Texas abortion law said that you have to get the abortion within six weeks, which is a time when a lot of women are just realizing that they are pregnant. After that, it becomes illegal. So there, there's some, there's some really crazy stuff going on out there. And, uh, of course, Republicans are worse on this issue, like guns, like gays, on abortion. They are worse than Democrats. That doesn't always mean that Democrats are standing strong for abortion rights. And I hope that voters will put them to the screws and say, you are going to stand up for us. We are women. We are your, I'm not going to say that every woman thinks that abortion is important, but uh, a lot of women do, especially on the left. And they've got to say, you are going to support this or you're not going to give my, get my support. Because yeah. on, on the same night that this was announced, Nancy Pelosi and the, the whip, House Whip James Jim Clyburn were in Texas campaigning for Henry, Henry Kuehler, who is seeking to be a representative to the House. He's anti-choice. Who is anti-choice? Yeah. And um, and the progressive Jessica Cisneros is pro-choice. So we're having this dialogue. So why is Democratic leadership? down there. You know what? I know this is a big country and in a conservative state like Texas or Mississippi, AOC is probably not going to run and win, right? Mm-hmm. Because even the Democrats there are more conservative. So mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm, I, I know that they have to, 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 in order to get a win in that state, but h- how does that win of an anti-choice guy protect yeah. women because that's just setting up the next Joe Manchin. Like yeah, I do. I do see difference. that. I, you know, and oftentimes I was like, "Bunny, you're wild. You're crazy." But I do see, especially in a time like this where we're literally been confronted with the issue, and we're we're, we're about to we're, we're we're stumping for someone who is anti-choice. I see how that can be dangerous, and that is not a positive thing. And yes, we're trying to we're trying to do someone that's more that's closer to the middle. Because they think that that's going to help policies and regulations later on, but with some, I mean, this is like a direct, 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 direct uh, uh, um, situation where we're facing with someone who is anti-choice. We're backing as opposed to the pro-choice person. I most times yeah, you're crazy, I mean, I mean, but this time it makes sense. Oh, yeah! Did you, did you hear that? Amplify that. Put that on a loop. Put that in. The, no. So of course I am crazy, and I'm further to the left than most. You know that's that's for sure. But you know. Um, Obama campaigned on day one, I will codify Roe v. Wade uh, into law so that we don't have to worry about these conservative Supreme Court What does that mean when you codify into law? So when the Supreme Court rules against it, why isn't that Why isn't that just the law? So who, who codify? What the hell does that even mean? I don't even fucking know. But, I mean, well, maybe they didn't. Google some they, shit. They, they, the, the, the Democrats have had majorities, sometimes super majorities, in Obama's first two years. And they didn't make this law so that it so that it was the the uh, so, so what codified the, to arrange what, the law into a systemic code. The statutes, okay. Got so, it. So, so in other words, it. that wouldn't that would be, I guess, above you know challenge unless someone sues and says this law is unconstitutional or right. whatever. But we we can't just systematic. I meant sorry. I said, arrange, arrange, arrange laws into arrange laws into a systematic, not systemic, systematic code. Sorry. 
But I just hope that the that the people who are giving money to Democrats to stand strong on abortion rights are going to take that money and actually win and then get and then fight for the abortion because we we you know Hillary Clinton ran with Tim Kaine she chose him as a VP and he I think he said he publicly supported abortion rights he's from Virginia but that he's a catholic like Joe Biden who doesn't have it so there's there's of course the republicans are the what the religious people are the ones driving this but just yesterday Biden said the right to choose is fundamental but he is quote not prepared unquote to call for change to the filibuster to protect abortion rights well, well what is that really standing strong? You know, I mean, you know, there's there, it's yes, this is driven by Republicans, but there are some conservative Democrats who do not stand strong on abortion either. And some of them are in Democratic leadership. Pelosi famously said in the midterms in 2018, um, it's not a litmus test to run as a Democrat in the House mm. if you if you do not support abortion. But that's how we end up with these Joe Manchins that block the Democrats' agenda, even though he's a Democrat. You know, he's like yeah. the conservative Democrat that's blocking Build Back Better. So let's not lay the groundwork for us to be ooh, surprised because... <laughs> If, if well, a vote's going to come up on abortion and you're getting your Pelosi, a female from uh, San Francisco representing, I mean, that should be like the most progressive person in the country. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, and again, another option would be expanding the court. Right. But then that's such that's such a dangerous path because yeah, we can expand the court. But then what happens when when we have a, 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 a Republican president who expands the court again or. Or then when those those Democrats and or, or those left leaning justices die or move on, whatever they're going to, so it it is such a tricky thing. But at this point, it seems like one of the last options to do to kind of get this shit to not happen. Well, so it 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 is. There are, as you said, they can change the filibuster, amend it, or get rid of it so that they need fewer votes to pass stuff with the small Senate majority that they currently have. They could also stack the courts, which Nancy said that she is against, and appoint more judges than the traditional, is it 13 judges? 12, 13? I don't know. Um, by adding more judges, so obviously the... Biden could appoint some. Trump appointed three or four, three of them. He appointed three. Oh, that's why it's it's conservative now. So yeah, of course, as you say, the Republicans could get in if Democrats have established a pattern of of fucking up the filibuster and ram through Republican agenda. There's nine. Oh, there's nine. nine only nine. Yeah. Shows how much I know. I always say I know the least about the um, the judicial system, but um, the the fact is, Trump was able to appoint so many because here's one reason. Oh, Everyone oh was, God! Was talking about, I saw this online, but but Bunny uh, said that that Ruth the RBG is a piece of shit. I didn't say RBG is a piece of shit. <laughs> I said that she should have retired in 2014 when Obama. Could have, uh, but McConnell would have blocked would have blocked him from from pointing that too. He couldn't have blocked all that. I mean, he he he. Uh, well, I How mean, so basically, basically, you're saying just give up. But Ruth had had multiple kinds of cancer for over a decade, and you know she ended up dying under Trump, which meant that Trump got to appoint one. So. Now, very liberal, Democrat all the way, female friend of mine told me about this because she's very in tune with abortion stuff. And she she was the one saying that Ruth, while being painted as the ultimate girl boss and, you know, this person who we wear T-shirts, that was actually a bad decision of hers. If you look at things from an abortion standpoint, yeah. because this could have of uh, so. Uh, this this is going to be something that's developing now. They could that there's one judge. Is it? I don't think it's John Roberts. It might be John Roberts, who was maybe going to try to. There were signals that he he's the conservative one who might be in the middle on this, but 
Yeah, I mean, I guess the Democrats are going to have to make some hard decisions because yeah. um, they are either going to have to 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 get over modifying or getting rid of the filibuster, even with its risk to do something now for women, their biggest voting base, or they're going to have to stack the courts, which, of course, the Republicans do if Democrats set a precedent for it. Now, the filibuster, <laughs> where you need fewer votes in the Senate, that has been toyed with a lot. So that 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 Republicans have done it. So it's not like we would be stepping out into familiar territory if we said we're going to change the filibuster and get voting rights through, mm -hmm. get, um, you know, uh, $15 minimum wage through whatever. So I think that's I think that's important. But this is this is yeah. going to be a story that is oh, we're gonna be talking uh, about this for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Bunny, I always enjoy talking to you for a long time. I think we're at time. I want to remind everyone listening to this podcast that we love when you rate us and comment on Apple and Spotify. It gives us, uh, it helps us more than you know. So please go to Apple Podcasts, leave a rating, a five star rating. If you leave it a one star, bitch, stay at home. Don't leave, don't do nothing. Five star rating and leave us a nice little comment on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Bunny, I will keep you in mind when I go have my abortion because I'm not having because I'm I'm currently about to have a drag baby and I don't want to. So I'm gonna go to the doctor and get it um, taken care of. You're having a drag baby? Mm-hmm. So I'm so look out for uh, lots of short wigs and big arms. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm crowning. I'm crowning. <laughs> You better go crowd on that damn show, bitch. I'm not doing a podcast with a loser. <laughs> we shall see. It'll be fun regardless. I'm here. I'm here. To, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Okay. Um, all right, Lady Bunny. Adios. Oh, uh, happy Cinco de Mayo, everyone. Oh, yes. The six of Cinco de Mayo. Olé. Podcast Network.